Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Musty Music Podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. I'm sitting here with Lindsay Havens. Hello. And Patrick Crowley. Hey guys. And Patrick, uh, who is the Billboard Pride editor, this is his Must Hear Music Podcast debut. Although in the back of my head, I was like, I think Patrick's been on, but I guess I not because you, you, you would know better than I would. I sure haven't. Um, <laughs> I've heard that my name has been dropped. Mm. We do talk about you all the time. Yeah. I'm kind of famous. <laughs> it's not always positive. <laughs> kind but. of a big deal. <laughs> Um, well, welcome. Uh, thanks for coming on. And so, yeah, so we are focusing on the biggest, at least in my mind, uh, release of the year. No, I'm oh, kidding. Oh, wow. Um, no, I'm really excited <laughs> about this album. Uh, but uh, Troy Sivan's Bloom is out now. Uh, and this is his second studio album, follow-up to Blue Neighborhood, which was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but which was a few years ago at this point. My memory is always failing me, but that was like three years ago, four years ago. Perhaps. Sure. Um, but we've heard, I think, so it's uh, 10 tracks in the studio album. Mm-hmm. We've heard four before the album came out. Um, so we want to talk about some of the ones that are new to the listener yes. slash us. Um, so Patrick, do you want to start, uh, do you want, should we start with plum? Should we keep it, in, yeah. you know? Yeah. Let's start with the so fruit. It's a fruit. It's like a, something else that blooms, I guess. Uh, <laughs> oh. Do fruit. I don't know. Yeah, they do. Yeah, like, sure. Yeah, we're keeping with the theme here. Yeah. Um, well, he name drops just about every fruit on that track. There's tangerines. There's <laughs> pears. There's peaches, which I like to think is probably a reference to "Call Me by Your Name." I feel like it has to be. That's it has what, like. To be. Yeah. There's no way in this day and age, like, a yeah. gay person can mention peach and not think of "Call <laughs> Me by Your Name." Uh, so that it's honestly when I my first listen through the album. That was my least favorite track, but then listening mm-hmm. again, it's really fun. It's mm-hmm. um, it's kind of a breakup bop, like <laughs> a breakup bop. Um, yeah, breakup bop. Breakup bop alert. Um, um, actually, I loved when I remember back when he was recording this album. He said he recorded it a boptina, which is a word that we don't use enough. Um, or a ever. Boptina. But, yeah, I don't know what that means. Just a bop, but oh, a boptina. Okay. Just adding Tina to it. Yeah, okay. why not? Like, I was like, oh, like a Tina Turner cover that's a bop. But 
too specific. <laughs> Thinking more like Christina. But... Oh, that's okay. <laughs> so, that <makes> but <laughs> um, anyways, on the topic of Plum, um, it's really fun and it's kind of weird. It has this sort of like the after chorus has this like production where it's it kind of reminds me of Under the Sea from Little Mermaid, <laughs> which, um, but it's like really fun. Um, definitely one of my favorites on the album. Yeah, I have to doubling down on the peach thing. Uh-huh. Um, the first time I heard it, I mean, I definitely do think there's, I mean, like there's a line like coming all over me like a bitter tangerine, which, you know, I mean, that like is sort of erotic. Yeah. Um, and But I have to say the first time he, I, I was listening to it and he said, this even the sweetest plum has only got so long. I definitely didn't hear plum, so I was like, "Whoa, he is getting <laughs> oh. really explicit here." Uh, but he was talking about the fruit plum, so mm-hmm, sure. But um, <laughs> no, I li- I really yeah I like this one. I mean, I like the whole album a lot. Um, this song, like much of it, has kind of like a a, a light eighties pop flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with there's yeah. like modern f- production flourishes, but um, there's like these uh, kind of like. I don't know, like the uh, the guitar is like very like soft, but not in a soft rock lame way. There's kind of these bubbly electro things yeah. and uh, kind of like chill keyboards. You know, it's very like you can like imagine hearing this in like soundtracking an 80s teen comedy. But I mean, it's not totally. like it's not dated. It's not like all nostalgia. Still feels fresh. But if yeah, but it you can kind of imagine it. Um, it has this real throwback quality to it yeah um what did you think of plum Lindsay? this was one of the standouts for me um mostly because i likened it most to my 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 just Mm -hmm. overall i was really surprised listening through that a lot of this is more down tempo than i anticipated like there are a couple ballads on here not just one um so this did stand out to me because as i got towards the end of it i was like okay like phew there is another (laughs) a little more high intensity track not to say this is yeah like full blown made for the clubs, banger. but yeah. right. Yeah, I would say that was that surprised me too. Like that, my my my, because that was the first taste of the album. Yeah, so that's what I thought I was we were about to get more like that. Like mm-hmm. I mean, that's like a dance pop song, right. and that's really the only one on the album. Yeah. Um. Do we like that, or do we wish there was more? High I energy? wish there was a little more. I also, I, I definitely wish there was more. But I, the thing that I think is really interesting about this album is. If you look at male pop stars, when they kind of like come of age, it's not really through their music. It's in their appearance. They like get all muscly. They'll get tattoos. Mm -hmm. You see that with like um, Justin Bieber. And I'm not sure if Nick Jonas has tattoos, but he definitely did bulk up. Um, (laughs) But then you look at female pop stars and they're always when they want to show that they've grown up, they just make a very sexual album. Like you look at Christina Aguilar. That's an interesting point. Mm -hmm. And like with Selena Gomez, you had her like, can't keep my hands to myself. And Mm -hmm. I feel like for Troy Sivan, this is kind of that album. It's kind of like I'm a mature adult now. I mean, he says Um, that on the opening track, basically. Yeah. Which is one of my favorites. Yeah. 17. Mm -hmm. 17. Yeah. Yeah. He says like something, I forgot the exact phrasing, um, something about like a boy becomes a man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that one's really interesting too um, because it's like about him being like 17 but having a relationship with an older man. So, Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's bound to get tongues a wagon. Oh, yeah. But I also love, I know we weren't talking about that song, but I also love that um, he, you see him sort of go back and forth. Like he's like, age is just a number, which mm-hmm. I agree with. But then he's also like, maybe I was too young to fall in love. Right. And I love that self awareness because so often you hear these like younger pop stars 
and they sing about love. And, you know, if you see it live or if you're listening, you're like, what do you know about love? <laughs> and he's like, well, maybe I didn't know anything. Yeah. No, I like I think that it's a too. Smart like, song. He, right. Like, it's the, you know, like the Walt Whitman containing multitudes yes, exactly. thing. <laughs> like, he can have these oppositional viewpoints. Yeah. Shout out to another gay icon, Walt Whitman. <laughs> I feel like you bring him up sometimes, like, more than sometimes. <laughs> I don't think so. Do you have the t shirt. Yeah. Sometimes you do Walt Whitman. One time there's a Thoreau mention. Thoreau, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag literature. Um, yeah, I mean, all right, well, let's, let's listen to it a little bit before we talk about um, some of the other songs. Mm. So, uh, Troy Sivan's song is called Plum from the album Bloom. That was New Troy. Um, the other one uh, you singled out, Patrick, was Lucky Strikes. We're moving from fruit to cigs, the two <laughs> essential staples of any diet. Basically. Um, but anyways, yeah, so Lucky Strike, what do you think about this one? Yeah, I wanted to focus on songs that we hadn't heard yet because mm-hmm. um, he, he released a bunch before this album yeah. came out and it's only 10 songs. Um, but uh, yeah, Lucky Strike. I really love um, one of the first lines of the song is, my boy is like a queen unlike one you've ever seen. And I just love how queer that is. Like, yeah. I mean, this whole album is super, super gay. <laughs> but, um, like, I actually remember being in college and looking for music that was by a male artist singing male pronouns. And this was the album I was looking for. So mm-hmm. it's just kind of like, it's really, really, really exciting to see this from someone who is definitely... Um, taking over pop culture. He's been on Saturday Night Live. He's everywhere. So Yeah, showed um, the stage with Taylor Swift. Yeah. So uh, that's about all I got to say about that. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, no, I like uh, the lyrics on this one. That's a really, that's a, like you're saying, that's like kind of like quietly powerful yeah. just in its simplicity. Um, and yeah, and this is another one. Like the Like it has like a very, like the production on this album is very good. And I think, I mm-hmm. agree with what we're saying. Like, I do wish there was some more mm-hmm. up tempo stuff, but like the down, he does the down tempo incredibly well. Like, yes, it's very sure. there's a lot of like space to it. Um, it's kind of like airy. It's not like an overwhelming or like a cheap sound. It's very like well done. You feel like it's a very like easy to like live in this space. Totally, but um, at the same time, it doesn't feel simple, which is what yeah. I think you were just saying with the production. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like there's little things that get added on with mm-hmm. each passing verse and chorus and whatnot. Yeah. And when I interviewed Ali X, who I know she wrote or co-wrote the Good Side. I'm not sure what else she's written on this album, um, but she said that uh, Troy was just kind of discovering the Smiths when. He was putting this together, oh, yes. and you really hear that. Yeah, I love. Well, wait. That. What's the name of the um, "To Die by Your Side"? Is that one of the songs on the album? One of the song titles. Um, that doesn't um, sound familiar to me. Or it's it's, something it's, like that. It's, I know he, which one. One you're of the song about. titles is a very direct Smiths reference, um, and I can look it up and figure it out later. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean <laughs> uh, the Smiths. I, I know uh, that's something you could get me going on for hours. <laughs> Same. So good. Um, that makes sense to me. But yeah, no, and that does make sense. Like the super like melancholy, like poetic lyrics. And yeah, I think mm-hmm. his lyrical game has really stepped up. Oh, with yeah. Oh, for sure. Too. Definitely. Um, 
It'll be really interesting to see. I mean, because the last album had the Blue Neighborhood video trilogy. Um, I'll be really interested to see what else he does visually. Yeah. With this one. He's had, I don't know, the videos this this era have been kind of all over the place. I really loved the My 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 video. Yeah, I did too. So good. That was a very strong debut for this album. Like a strong read in. Very George Michael. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if we've talked about it in the podcast before, so what do we think about the Ariana Grande song? Oh, let's talk about it. <laughs> uh, well, let's, let's talk about it. Do we, I think do it's we like cute. It? Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I love her so much, so I want it to be a standout, but at the same time, it I don't know, it isn't necessarily it's, that Yeah, for it's me. another like very like down-tempo sort of thing. But I love the casualness of it, how they're, like, they're basically just saying, like, we can just dance to this, like, you know, mm-hmm. low-key, like... Nothing too intense, nothing too crazy, and the the production matches that sentiment. When when it was first announced, I was so nervous for Troy because you thought she would outshine him. <laughs> Not outshine, outsing. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be specific that with the words yeah, here, no. um, but uh, yeah, she was very generous in that, like she really controlled her mm-hmm. voice, and it is it's a very chill song. I'm kind of shocked like I, I wish especially with the title of it that it was something for the clubs but mm-hmm. um, maybe next time it's more like not we can just dance to this but we could just like wiggle our hips to this a little bit <laughs> exactly you're not like full like, out after dancing after a couple glasses of like, wine in your apartment like they're probably yeah. like eating like chips and salsa <laughs> while doing, like, like yeah. standing around a yeah. counter just being like yeah. <laughs> wow we need, a, we need a video we to accompany to this, this. Yeah. <laughs> I did love the kid <laughs> Sorry. I did love the kid version of um, the music video. Did you guys see that? Where they had no. children reenacting this video. And it's like to a T. Cute. The, the young Troy looks like Troy was, it like actually looks like a five-year-old Troy. It's so <laughs> adorable. That is cute. Uh, yeah, I didn't yeah. see totally that. that. All right. Stopping the podcast. We're going to go check that <laughs> out. Um, anyways, I looked it up. It's What a Heavenly Way to Die, uh, which is yes. the next lyric yeah. in the song. The There is the light that mm. never goes out. One of the best songs. Yeah, period. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, well, let's listen to this this next Troy song, Lucky Strike from Blue. Higher than I'm lucky. He knows how to love you better. Cause you're safe like springtime, short days, long nights, boy. Tell me all the ways to love you. Cause you taste like lucky strikes. You drag, I all right, that was new Troy. Um, let's talk about um, let's talk about Twenty One Pilots. So Lindsay, yeah. this is one of your picks. Uh, new Twenty One Pilots song is "My Blood." Mm-hmm. Take it away. So this is the fourth single off their upcoming fifth album. I did not realize this will be their fifth album. Um, yeah, they had some stuff out before they got fame. I mean, before yeah, they, they had through, two really. self-released projects before they got signed to Fueled by Ramen, which they're still on. Um, so yeah, this new album called Trench is out October fifth. So far, it sounds almost like more of the same. Um, but I've said this before on this podcast. For me, that's not a negative thing if I like what an artist or band is doing. So you want them just keep repeating it over and over but with, <laughs> without variation. No, no they're they're improving upon it, of course, but it's nothing. It's not a crazy like new lane that they're going down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm I'm perfectly okay with that. But so this is my blood. There are so many videos on YouTube about 
speculation. Like, yeah. we, we cracked the code. We figured it out <laughs> about what this song is about. Well, Which, there's a lot of like forethought put into the imagery behind this album. Like, I mean, <clears throat> yes, I lost track of it, but like yellow, the color yellow means something. Red means something. There's like symbols mm-hmm. and like, I don't know, like there's riders on horses and that means something too. Yes. So, I mean, with every song, like the fan theories behind this duo and their music is just beyond me. But this song seems fairly self-explanatory to me. Um, I really think that it's about his family and the people close to him and you know how he's always going to be there for them he's always going to be protecting them um i think it's a really nice sentiment but at the same time they make it really like dark and broody sounding Mm -hmm. which is pretty classic 21 pilots yeah um i like i think that this one we were talking about this um not with you but with other people at the office um it's definitely of the four songs we have from Trench, the upcoming album. It's like the most immediately catchy. Mm-hmm. Like I could see this doing the best at radio. Um, someone pointed out, I can't remember if it was Gil Kaufman or Andrew Unterberger, but they said maybe both. Uh, they said <laughs> they thought it sounded like Foster the People and MGMT, which I can sort of hear because oh, there's like the like kind of like high pitched vocals. Um, which are not really there. Like, they, they kind of, like, frequently more are in the register of, like, kind of a, a low, sad, melancholy voice. And here yeah. they kind of go up high. Um, and plus there's, like, the very, like, catchy synth thing mm-hmm. going on. Um, and, and like Foster the People, it's, it's, you know, it's like a, it's a more upbeat, pleasant sound that's kind of masking um, some, like, more serious lyrics. Yeah. Uh, but I, I like it. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm always with them. I'm just like, oh, this is cool. Like, I'm, I'm just not like on the like crazy train of like fandom. Yeah. So, I yeah. am, but because of their live show. I've seen, yeah, they're incredible. Like, one of the live. best lives. I saw acts, them I would say. years ago open for Paramore and mm-hmm. it was, it was a knockout. Oh, My yeah. socks were knocked clean across the room. Wow. See, Never I really, Never I really yeah. liked their other singles, and I've been a fan of them, but this song didn't do it for me. Mm. But now hearing about all this, like, color coding mm-hmm. things, <laughs> like, I'm intrigued. I'm going to yes. do some research later because um, yeah, that's I fascinating. Yeah, I into a deep dark hole on YouTube. Yeah, that's awesome. No, it's not handkerchief color coding we're talking about here. It's okay, entirely- girl. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> No, it's good. Whatever. They wore underwear on stage. Like, I'm I'm here I for them. I will forever remember yeah. that. <laughs> I love them. Um, I, yeah, and it'll be, it'll be really interesting to see, like, how this... Because the, the, the last album was such a surprise hit on the charts. Like, Oh, my God. One that kept, like, building for years, too. Yeah. I think they had the best-selling vinyl of either 2015 or 2016, which was the funniest thing. Yeah. Well, I'll pull that stat Random out fact. of your yeah. hat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think they definitely had this stat. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, well let's let's yeah. listen to it. Twenty One Pilots' uh, song is my blood. All right, um, new 21 Pilots. Let's talk. Uh, we have a new Kesha. So it's Kesha yeah. with the Struts, um, who are a British rock group. Um, and the song's called Body Talks. They So they've they've had this song out for, Some I wish time. I had looked this up. 
Um, <laughs> this song was already out um, from the Struts. Um, at, and at least then, for <clears throat> at least for one year, if not more than that. This was sort sure. of their big hit. It w- yeah, this was kind of like their breakthrough song, yeah. at least in terms of U.S. audience. Right. Um, and it's very like um, it's this you know so like in Britain like rock is a little more of a commercial force than it is in the states like it's pretty hard for like a straightforward rock song to make any hot 100 headway um but in the british charts it's not as crazy to like hear pretty straightforward rock songs um still get regular airplay so anyways this is like very like to an american audience i'm listening to this and it's like taking me back to like early 2000s when like the garage rock revival was a big thing um, this has a little bit of that quality to it, but there's a little bit of glam in there. Um, anyways, though, so it's like, which is all perfectly suited for Kesha. Like, yes, as we found totally. out between the Warrior album and um, Rainbow, she went on that tour with Kesha and the Creepies, where she kind of reimagined all of her songs into a few covers in mm-hmm. this very like glam garage rock context. So she's like really comfortable with this. Um, and I think this is a real fun song and I think she sounds really fantastic on it. Like she sells it really well. She sells the swagger. Absolutely. Swaggery Mm -hmm. Kesha is one of my favorite Keshas. (laughs) Um, like, uh, talk about it on rainbow was like Mm, one of those songs I like have. So, you know, like a year later, I'm still like listening to, Mm -hmm. um, but what do you guys think of it? I mean, I love woman by Kesha. Oh, that one's so good. I just don't, I'm just, it took so long for us to like recognize her as a rock vocalist and it works so well for her. Like she debuted with this auto tune, like talk rap kind of thing. And, it's just really exciting. Every time I see something new from her, I get really excited. She's, mm-hmm. she's a really exciting artist. <laughs> exciting, exciting. And like, shout out to <laughs> this being a Kesha collaboration that isn't with Macklemore. You know, right? Like, <laughs> yes. Although you you did like that song, right? Um, I must not have. I don't remember the name of it. Oh, Glory Days. Yeah. Good old days. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the glory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something they didn't do. I don't know. Um. <laughs> I know Taylor's, Taylor Weatherby is a big supporter of the yeah, song. Yeah, yes, I think that's correct. Um, I'd also like to point out that, very on brand for me, I was horrendously wrong. This Their original <laughs> version came out in June of this year. Right, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what I'm thinking. I don't June, know. Do, well, June feels like over a year ago. But I don't know what I'm thinking go. of because like I, yeah. I saw them a few years ago at Lollapalooza. Well, maybe, maybe they pl- were playing it live. A lot of times bands will do that. Yeah, maybe yeah. that's it. Or... Maybe I'm just thinking of something different altogether. Who knows? Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Anyway, sorry, everybody. <laughs> on brand wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, 
no, anyways, this is, and I was actually thinking about this. I feel like it's such a like normal thing to um, like come out with a song and then throw like a rapper on for the remix. Like that's a pretty standard business practice. Yeah, it should honestly, it should be more of a standard thing. Like to do duets, like I agree. Like it really, and it's just not done enough. Like when Britney had the Glory album, and then Tanache came on Slumber Party, like that took like an album track to like the next level. Like that was that's such so funny a good that you duet. mentioned that song because it's been stuck in my head all day. Something about body talks and yeah. Slumber Party. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it is. <laughs> you just, I thought it was. I had someone. And I don't know if I agree with this, but someone told me they were like they were like Slumber Party is classic they were like this is in the britney canon at this point i kind of think so too i am so confused by all of this right now <laughs> but you two can I don't keep, know what happened, keep going but, on um well the only <laughs> other thing i wanted to point out about this song is i so appreciate that i think what happens when you put a rapper hip-hop artist on a remix they give you one verse that gets mailed in yeah you fit it into the song and it's the remix this honest, I don't know if they recorded it together or not, but it well, sounds video, like it. Well, the video. Do you watch the video? Like there, yeah. I mean, like there was interaction. Different. Yeah, um, but you can hear that because it's pretty seamless. Like, right. I don't know. Kesha's voice just fits in really well. It's not like oh, and here's a thirty second clip of Kesha, and right. that's it. Yeah. But that model still works. I mean, Maroon Five has Cardi <laughs> B. That's and the that's, song I was yeah. just thinking of. Nice? Oh yeah, it's, it's totally. It's a very effective business. Model. Yeah, yeah. Keep doing it, but <laughs> yeah, or don't. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, your your choice. <laughs> your choice. Um, what we we need though is a Maroon Five remix with Kesha rapping. Then. I'm see, I'm down for that. Maroon Five and Kesha, I'm down for that. That would also give Maroon Five has kind of ventured into this like almost cheesy territory, yeah. and I feel mm-hmm. like if they came back to what they did on their first few albums, which was like pretty cool, I'd be here for it. Yeah, I think they still got it. I mean, apparently so. (laughs) I mean, they certainly have it in terms of popular success. Yeah. No doubt about that. Um, All right. Well, let's listen to it. We've we've veered far enough, (laughs) which was all my doing. Um, But anyway, so it's uh, Kesha and the Struts. Song is called Body Talks. And here it is. All right, that was Nukesha with the Struts. Um, Patrick, we have uh, another one of your picks. Uh, Sienna Liggins' song is Flower Bomb. I know nearly nothing about her, so please tell me. I did. I just did an interview with her about a week or so ago, and I'm just fascinated with her. She's a Detroit singer-songwriter. This is her debut single. Um, Again, it's called Flower Bomb. Um, It's... It's really fun. It's got some really great writing in it. My favorite lyric is, um, we've already talked about Britney, but let's go talk about her some more. We always talk about Britney. (laughs) My uh, favorite lyric on it, um, she goes, hit her one more time, call her Britney Spears. Um, And it's just like, it's a really sexual song, but it's over like a soft um, beat that's, it kind of reminds me of Charlie XCX. Um, It it fits really well into what's going on in pop right now. But the chorus just has some like bonkers production in it. Um, 
And actually, for the interview, this is kind of a fun little story. For the interview, her team was nervous um, mm-hmm. that she has resting bitch voice. <laughs> so <laughs> she DM'd me on Instagram the night before and was like, can we do the interview over FaceTime? Because my team doesn't think you'll understand my humor. Um, which is just too funny that. not I've to share. I've never heard resting bitch voice. That's <laughs> right. pretty incredible. I know. I love it so much. <laughs> so yeah, and did she? What was her? What did you think? No, she was great. She we like laughed the whole time. We talked about um, how sexy Lena Waithe is and <laughs> how she almost shaved her hair because well, she didn't. It crossed her mind um, yeah. because mm-hmm. after Lena did it, like. It's such a bold, beautiful look. And yeah. Um, anyways, that's yeah. totally off topic of the song, which <laughs> is really good. Um, Flower Bomb by Sienna Liggins. <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's a really yeah. strong debut for her. I also love the cover art. Oh, like just yeah. in general, as someone who I knew nothing about, you get the immediate sense like, oh, you have a cool artistic vision for yourself. For sure. And the other thing that's really cool is um, she's part of this um, artist development hub in uh, Detroit mm. that so it's not like a sign she's not signed to a label or anything but they just they listen to people and they like allow certain people to come in it's called assemble um, so she's given all these tools to help her but um, it's pretty much an independent uh, release so that's really that's cool, cool. That's yeah cool. I mean yeah. the product you wouldn't think like not that independent things can't sound good but mm-hmm. like for someone's first single and for something like which seems made pretty DIY like mm-hmm. the yeah. sound is really ima- like it sounds almost like a major laser production at points mm-hmm. which yeah. is like you know studio trickery of the highest degree oh yes um i like it yeah it's like the weird electro r&b stuff um there's a lot going on you know kind of what we were talking about with Troy like there's a lot of like background noises mm-hmm. that pop up to keep it interesting um and i like her voice it's it's different it's in like a higher pitch and, like, there's a little, like, childishness to it, but there's more control than you would usually yes. associate with that type of delivery. Um, I was, yeah, I was into it. It's definitely one of those things I was like, oh, cool. Like, I'm curious to see what comes next. Yeah, I'm glad to know of her. Yeah, and uh, just to give out the, for the production, that was actually a friend that I th- I believe also is through Assemble, and his name is Nige. So I want to make sure we're giving him Shout some out, yeah. shout nice out. Nice work. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cool. Well, let's listen to it. It's uh, Sienna Liggins' song's Flower Bomb. That was Sienna Liggins, and check out Patrick did a wonderful interview with her um, on Billboard.com. And let's do... All right, so this one's my pick. Uh, Group is called Fionn, which Mm -hmm. is F-I-O-N-N. The song's called Robert. Uh, So I'd heard this song... Well, we actually, I think, premiered the video um, a week or two ago, Mm -hmm. but I saw them live recently. They're... They're twins, right? They're twins. Twin sisters. Yeah. Let me get to it. So sorry. So so sorry. <laughs> um, they were. They really were really remarkable live. Um, they're they're kind of like so. Anyways, it's uh, two twin sisters, um, Canadian. I think they're from a small town in Canada. Uh, they're twenty now, I believe. Uh, what else do I know about them? <laughs> I'm so Canadian sorry. Twins. I just derailed they it make, all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, so it, it's definitely folk music. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that live can be, you know, like it can be a lot of the same and it can get a yeah. little sleepy, but they have like 
the most like energetic, like really dynamic live show in a sense that like reminds me of now I sound like I'm secretly 200 years old, but like reminds me of like what folk music kind of used to be before the singer songwriter era when it literally just meant like the kind of like regional music played on guitars. Like, so it has a lot of like dynamism going Mm on. Um, and just kind of like what folk music meant in like the thirties and forties, like it's an amalgamation of like where they come from. So their dad is Irish. Um, mm. this song to me has a bit of like Celtic flavor to it. Yeah. Reminds me a little bit even of the Cranberries, like Joan Baez-y. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, not that she's Irish, but you know, Joan <laughs> Baez folk icon, there's a little mm-hmm. bit of in there. Um, but I was also just knocked out by the lyrics of this. It's about, um, one of them's ex Robert, um, I guess that's actually his real name. So yes, shout I out love to Robert. Artists do that. Uh, <laughs> and there's just some great line. Like it's a very, it's like a breakup song from a, the perspective of someone who didn't want to be broken up with. Uh-huh. There's some great lines about how you know, like I, I, forget, I should have written down the lyric, but she says something like, "I told you this or confided this in you, but you were too busy swimming in your drink." And a line yeah. about how he always forgets his suitcases at airports and then how he forgot her like that suitcase. Damn, that um, sucks. I was some... just going to say that. Damn it, Robert. Yeah. So uh, Robert shakes fist. Um, but I'm, I'm really into it. I'm like, you know, they're they're young and they don't even have uh, an album out yet. So I'm super curious about them. Yeah. But what, what do you think? I feel like this is up a Lindsay Alley. It totally is. Um, it's natural to think of First Aid Kit listening to them. Yeah. There's something, so I actually didn't pay as much attention to the lyrics as I usually do, because lyrics are usually what I first go to, Um, but their harmonies are so outstanding that it almost distracted me from listening to what they were saying, not in a bad way at all, but I think something about sisters singing folk music together, like First Aid Kid has the most beautiful (laughs) harmonies too, they're not twins, but there's something about that like close-knit relationship that you're actually literally born into Mm -hmm. that I think benefits this genre really well and they do it perfectly well and Brandy Carlisle her backup singers are two twin men Mm, I didn't know that and actually when I I listen to this yeah they're I I can't remember the name of them but she likes to give them a lot of shit because they're kind of like creepy looking (laughs) (laughs) but but, uh no when I listen to this like um, I actually really like folk music and usually around the fall, like I put together like a folk music playlist every um, just in time I for pumpkin fun. spice latte yeah. season. Mm-hmm. Which is here, uh, It's here. <laughs> Maybe a heat wave, Perfect but it is here. Perfect 90 degree weather, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this is like definitely going to be on that playlist. And um, yeah, I get my... I get in touch with my lesbian side, I guess. <laughs> Through fall. folk music? Yes. Fantastic. <laughs> so. um, this is a big detour, but pumpkin spice. So pro tip, okay. uh, the new nitro cold brew at Starbucks uh, or whatever. Coffee? You get yeah. that with one pump of pumpkin spice. It's fantastic. It's very light, but it adds mm. just a little bit of flavor to it. Fall if you're flavor. listening to Starbucks, I'll expect a gift card in the mail. Yeah, wow. This is a big endorsement. This is a yeah. big plug. <laughs> Um, this anyway. is not branded content. Yeah, we are not <laughs> paid to mention Starbucks. I'm just, I'm, I like, I, I know everyone, like, the memes come out and it's like, oh, it's basic season with pumpkin spice. Yeah. Whatever. It's delicious. I don't care. I also, agree. It is really good. If they have their cream cheese pumpkin muffins back, like, I'm here for it. So. Bring on everything pumpkin. I don't care. Yeah. And I know it's, it's, it's nutmeg and it's not pumpkin, but you know what? I Whatever. Don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Maybe nutmeg it's more nuanced latte. if we call it nut- nutmeg. Yeah. Maybe. No. I got the, okay. I got I got dirty I got the looks. NSL. <laughs> NSL sounds bad. 
bad. Yeah. Doesn't you don't want that. No. So does PSL. Like... Yeah, honestly, they both don't really work. <laughs> None of them sound good. Anyways. Okay. All right. Uh, so anyways, uh, group is called Fionn, mm-hmm. F-I-O-N-N, and song is called Robert. Fiona. Uh, next and last, uh, Patrick pick uh, Nina Nesbitt. Song is called "Loyal to Me," and the song comes with an incredible video too. It, it does. sure does. But before we get there, something that's kind of fun. Um, we talked about Robert being about an ex. Mm-hmm. Um, Nina Nesbitt actually used to date Ed Sheeran, and he has a song really? called "Nina" about yes. her on his 2014 album. Wow, um, I had wild! No idea. That's Patrick told me, and I flipped out. Mind blown. Um, yeah. But no, this song is so good. It rem- it takes me back to Mandy Moore, Jessica mm-hmm. Simpson. Um, <laughs> it's just so good. And then it also kind of gives you um, the Dua Lipa new rules vibe. Oh, I wrote that down. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, because <laughs> she's like giving you the rules. Like here, here's she's just like laying it down for you. Yes, and then the video also. She has her little girl gang with her. It's a smaller group. Um, also, better dancers. But, um, uh-uh. I love Dua Lipa. Don't get me wrong. But um, yeah, no, the video is super cool. Um, I think this song could eventually, like, I think it will be a slow burner um, mm-hmm. radio hit. What did you guys think of it? I really, yeah, I mean, I even like, uh, uh, like Mandy Moore, Jessica <laughs> Simpson. I was, I was thinking like kind of similar time frame like the uh guitar on it really reminded me of destiny's child and the kind of like um again being 200 years old uh (laughs) when instead of thinking do a lipa with the kind of like advice to girls and Mm -hmm. how to deal with guys i was thinking more tlc Mm -hmm. um and it has kind of that like a little bit of that like no scrubs flair to it um (laughs) advising someone else on how to deal with assholes that makes you only like hundred years old. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and the video is wild. Like she's on oh, so ballet toe good. shoes half the time. I love when she like comes out with the little guitar and just chucks it. <laughs> yes. I know. No, the video is fascinating. Like point shoes are hard. I and I doubt any of that was like edited. That was Didn't you probably, do ballet? Yes. I can yeah. tell you. Oh, let's talk about it. <laughs> no. Um, but like Ariana, <laughs> her biggest story that came out of carpool karaoke was like how she claimed to be carried everywhere. She didn't claim people thought she was carried everywhere because of a photo, but it was taken after her shooting a video in point shoes. I promise this has a point. Uh-huh. Get it? <laughs> so wow, dad. Yeah. <laughs> but because her toes were bleeding after shooting the video, uh-huh. like it's so tough on your feet. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I, it makes me appreciate it even more, but it's beautifully shot. I love the very light. It's it's not quite millennial pink lighting. It's like a little more. I don't. I don't even know what to call that. Color. I mean, they're all wearing like beiges. And yeah, beige. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a beigey. Pink. Yeah, like that pink beige ballet sort yeah. of. Thing. Yeah, I don't know. It's. I think it's beautiful. And I don't think it is, but it definitely looks like Elle Fanning in the video. Mm, it could be. We'll see. Yeah. Who knows? Mm. Elle, is I that you? Elle <laughs> <laughs> tweeted us. Is that you? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I. I agree, mm-hmm. and I agree that. You know, what are those called? Point shoes. Mm-hmm. They look painful. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. And that I would love to wearing them. So. I would like to clarify when I said that she was a better dancer than Dua Lipa. Like Dua Lipa <laughs> is not sitting on her toes. 
Right. Fair. That is a fact. I wouldn't worry. I don't think Dua Lipa's listening, but... I mean, I know for a fact she listens every week. Well, Elle Fanning does, Crap. so... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta be careful. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, let's listen to it. Uh, it's Nina Nesbitt, apparently an ex of Ed Sheeran. It's yeah. a wealth of information. Yeah. Uh, song is called Loyal to Me. All right, that was Nina Nesbitt. Uh, and that's all we have for this week. But yeah. Patrick, thank you so much. It was a delight having so fun. you, having Patrick Crowley, Billboard Pride editor. Thank you uh, so On the thank website. Thank you. Uh, oh, a special thank you. <laughs> follow me. Billboard Pride on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, definitely any, do that. Any other um, things to add? What else to add? I don't know. Stream Troy Sivan. Let's get that album up to number one. Yeah. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. Are we allowed to endorse things like that? You can if you want. <laughs> well, I just did. <laughs> Thanks for having me, and I'll probably never be back. <laughs> That's the plan. Yeah, 100%. Hey, if they let me come back every week, you're good. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's just hard to find good help. Uh, I know. I know. Yo, uh, you deal with the worst. That's true. Um, all right. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you have recommendations for us, uh, tweet us, and we will catch you next week. 